Hounicon. 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 You're listening to Hounicon Podcast, highlighting citizen Potawatomi Nation issues, members, and more. Please subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. Just search Hounicon Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Paige Willett. This episode is all about youth. The 2019 Potawatomi Leadership Class participants talk about their experience spending their summer at the tribe. An employee from Fire Lodge Children and Family Services discusses Potawatomi children in foster care, and students from CPN's Child Development Center share their own Red Ribbon Week slogans. The CPN Language Department also begins a new segment, Learning Language. Citizen Potawatomi Nation has its own Indian Child Welfare Program and Foster Care and Adoption Services, both of which are part of Fire Lodge Children and Family Services. One of the major goals of the program is to ensure permanency for children in foster care. Today, I have CPN Foster Care Adoption Manager Kendra Loudon with me. Thanks for being with me, Kendra. Thank you. So how long have you been working in foster care and with Citizen Potawatomi Nation? After college, I had the opportunity to work in domestic violence here at the tribe for two years, and then I felt a calling to work with Native American foster children and found another opportunity to work at another tribe. I worked at Chickasaw Nation for six years as a foster care manager and recently came back to CPN in March, um, also doing foster care and adoptions. So what does the state of foster care look like in Oklahoma? Right now, there are between eight and 9,000 children in foster care in Oklahoma, with about a third of those being Native American, which may not surprise many people, but with such a small population of Potawatomis, uh, we actually represent a pretty good number of foster children in Oklahoma. We have about 50 children in Oklahoma in foster care. So how many children are a part of CPN's foster care and adoption services then? Nationwide, we have over 100 children that we work with who are placed into foster care. What kind of role does ICW play in the lives of the children in CPN's program? Our role as child welfare workers is to ensure that children are in safe, appropriate settings. So if there are concerns that a child is being abused or neglected, a child welfare worker will make an investigation, look into the allegations, and make a determination if the child is safe or not. If the child is not safe, we have a lot of prevention services that are able to go into effect and help prevent that removal from the home. And in certain circumstances, an emergency arises or maybe those prevention services just don't really take place, then a child has to be placed into emergency foster care. In those situations, we do everything we can to make sure that children are placed with relatives. We do uh, diligent searches, which is uh, basically a document that a family helps us fill out to show who are their relatives, who are their loved ones, and we use that information to locate relatives. In the event that a family placement is not available, we rely on our foster families. Uh, prior to 1978, there was not a federal law to protect Indian families. Indian families were broken up at an alarmingly high rate for reasons that really 
were not reasons at all. And so in 1978, Congress passed the Indian Child Welfare Act, which is federal law. Uh, many states also have an Indian Child Welfare Act. Oklahoma has its own act. So we have multiple laws protecting families. So our goal is to ensure that the community is aware that Native American foster children uh, may be adopted, but they should be adopted within the tribe. So whether that's with their family or with a member of the tribe, we ensure that they are connected to their tribe. If a Potawatomi child is adopted by a family who doesn't have a connection to the tribe or a connection to the child biologically or through marriage or adoption, then there's that chance that they may be lost from the tribe. And I think that we can all agree that our future is our children. You were talking about Native American children being removed for reasons that are not reasons. What does that look like? So in the past, Native Americans have really not been treated well by the government whatsoever. With the boarding school era and with the reservation era and tribes just not having the sovereignty and the ability to make their own decisions, the government was coming in and, and removing children unnecessarily. There wouldn't be documented reasons on why except that they were Indian. So moving on just a little bit here, what does the foster care process look like through ICW, particularly for those who want to become a foster care or adoptive parent? Yeah, to become a foster parent, it's a huge step. It's a huge commitment. Um, it can seem daunting to some people, and some people think it just sounds amazing. Although it's a lot of, it can feel like a lot of paperwork, um, or it can be a big decision for your family. It's really one of the best things that you could do for a child. It's uh, not that complicated. There's paperwork that you complete. So we look at your past criminal history, if any. We look at your finances. You don't have to make a certain amount of money. You can work in any profession. We just really want to see that there's safety and stability in a home. We provide pre-service foster parent training to help prepare you to take care of a child and um, just take you along this process every step of the way and make sure that you have the information you need to be a successful foster parent. In your experience, what are some of the biggest improvements that can be made to the foster care system as a whole? I believe that foster parents need to be better trained on the trauma that children face when they are placed into care. A lot of things that they've gone through, even if they're a young child, even if they're an infant, and just being removed from their family itself is traumatic for a child. So foster parents can be very understanding to the meaning behind behaviors, why children may react a certain way to situations that maybe your child wouldn't, then it will help you be a better foster parent and make sure that that child has everything they need to be successful. So for those wanting to be a foster care or adoptive parent, what should they know before they get started? They should know that we do expect them to have a relationship with the child's biological family as long as it's safe and appropriate. And I will say in most situations it is. There's rarely an instance to where we have to say, no, let, let's kind of back off on that relationship. To be involved with a child's family is showing that child that you love them and that you are somebody they can trust because you are supporting their relationships with those that they love. For more information about CPN's Indian Child Welfare Program, please visit Potawatomi.org backslash Fire Lodge or call 405-878-4831. The CPN Child Development Center collaborated with the Behavioral Health Department to teach the children about the dangers of drug use. 
they created their own flyers to show what they learned and came up with their own anti-drug slogans. Hello, my name's Cassie Wilson. I'm 10 years old. I'm in fourth grade at South Rock Creek Elementary. Being drug-free is important to me because I want to spend time with my family. So I don't get sick or get diseases. My name is Olivia Snow, and I am 10 years old, and I go to Will Rogers Elementary. My name is Warwick. I'm 9 years old. Uh, second one is longer. Um, my name is Chloe Thomas, and I'm 10 years old. I go to Bethel Apple Elementary School. Being drug-free is important to me because you can stay sharp in your education and school, and you don't have to be dull when it comes to your activities. My name is Summer, and I'm 10 years old, so I can be with my family instead of being in jail and being um, in, like, drunk driving and stuff. My name is Joshua, and I'm 10 years old. If you do drug, you'll get arrested and you won't get to play sports. My name is Randy Lee Stumbling Bear Riddle. I'm seven years old, and I go to Reagan Elementary. Um, I wouldn't do drugs. I would hug my pug. The 2016 Surgeon General's report on alcohol, drugs, and health states it is never too early or too late for prevention programs and policies to help curb substance abuse. On this episode, we're starting a new segment called Learning Language, when CPN Language Department Director Justin Neely teaches songs, phrases, stories, and more. You asked for it, and here it is. This time, he covers some basic phrases and common words in Potawatomi you can use in everyday life. Okay, we're going to do some simple introductory phrases today, something you might say when you meet somebody for the first time. First, we're going to go through the words and talk a little bit about the words, give you a little bit, bit of background on some of the words, and then we're going to have a short conversation between me and Robert. Uh, again, something you might say when first meeting someone. Bojo. Bojo means hello in Potawatomi. The word bojo is an interesting word. It has a couple stories about where that word comes from. Uh, some people, a lot of times, they hear bojo and they originally think, well, that sounds like bonjour, you know, that you hear in French. And I have heard that story, that people think that it comes from French, but the story that, that I believe and the one that I've heard is that it comes from Nana Bojo, who's also the trickster. Sometimes we call him Whiske. The way the story goes is Nana Bojo was gone from his people for a very long time, many, many years. And when he finally came back to his village, there were still a few people in the village that recognized him. His parents were still alive. They were really up there in age, probably in their 90s or 100s. And when he came into the village, they said, oh, Nana Bojo, and they went out and they reached out and they shook his hand. And I was always told that technically it's more of a formal way of talking. You're really supposed to shake hands. But today we kind of use it a little more casually, but that's kind of the origin of that word, Bojo, hello. Nija Ejnakajin means, what is your name or how are you called? Nija Ejnakajin. The way that we answer this, we always say that our name first or whatever is more important first. So I would say, Justin Nadezhnikas. Justin Nadezhnikas. Literally, Justin I am called. And if you want to say your last name in there, you're welcome to say it. You could say, you know, Justin Neely Nadezhnikas. And let's see, the next one we got is, Nipijewechbiayin. Where are you from? Kansas City, Missouri, Dochpia. 
Kansas City, Missouri, Ndochpia. I come from Kansas City. That Ndochpia means I come from. And a lot of people, they like to say a particular area, maybe they grew up. So you can always say, like, where you're from, like Kansas City, Missouri, Ndochpia, and then Shawnee, Oklahoma, Edayan Odajopi. And that just means I live in Shawnee at this time. Shawnee, Oklahoma, Edayan Odajopi. Nijanangom. Nijanangom. How are you today? Some people might just say, Nijana, how are you? And there's a thousand ways you could answer this, just like you could in English. You could say, I'm happy, I'm sad, you know, whatever. But Anwe Shishina. Anwe Shishina means I'm fine. And this is a southern word for that. Anwe Shishina. Occasionally there's some northern words that people tend to use more in the north, like up in Wisconsin and Michigan, and some words that are used more in the south. A northern variation of this would be Ija'anwa. Ija'anwa. And then after that, you can ask a person, Ginja, and you? Ginja, and you? You could use this with any of these questions. If somebody asked you, you know, Nija Ejnikajin, what's your name? You could answer them, and then you could say, Ginja, and you? Nice, simple way to, to kind of throw that question back at somebody, if you will. Ndiyakwes. Ndiyakwes means I'm tired. Ndiyakwes. Now, when it comes to uh, saying goodbye in Potawatomi, we don't really truly have a goodbye. Uh, we always say, we'll see you again or until another time. Bama mina. Bama mina means later again. Bama mina. Another variation of this could be Bama minan goji. Bama minan goji. Later again somewhere. But again, you're always saying you're going to meet that person again because goodbye in the English sense, we kind of think of that as uh, almost like you're wishing ill on that person, like you're never going to see that person again. But you're always going to see them again is the way we see it. Whether it be in this life or the next, we're going to see that person again. Bama mina. Bojo. Bojo. Nijajnikajin. Robert Nadejnikash. Nijajnikajin. Justin Nadejnikas. Nipija Wetchbiayan. Tecumseh, Oklahoma, Ndochbia. Nipija Wetchbiayan. Kansas City, Missouri, Ndochbia. Mina. Shawnee, Oklahoma, Edayan, Odajopi. Nijanangom. Anweshishina. Ginja. Ah, Ndayakwes. Bama Mina. Bama Mina, Ngoji. For more information and opportunities with language, including self-paced classes, visit cpnnews/language. You can find an online dictionary at potawatomidictionary.com as well as videos on YouTube. Just search CPN Hanukkah. There are also Potawatomi courses on the language learning app Memrise. Citizen Potawatomi Nation's Potawatomi Leadership Program welcomes 10 tribal members and college freshmen from across the country to Oklahoma for a six-week internship. During that time, they learn about the tribe, broadening their horizons for their careers, cultures, and identities. The interns present their final projects and reflections at the end of the program, including what they learned about CPN, being Native American, and about themselves. The 2019 PLP class stood in front of their families, friends, and tribal leaders at the end of July to explain what the experience meant to them.
At the beginning of the program, California Lutheran University sophomore Allie Smith traveled from California to Oklahoma, knowing that her parents were moving from Simi Valley to Texas while she was at CPN. It made the entire summer a period of change. Everything was so surreal when I got here because I wouldn't be returning back to California after this program, but going to an entirely new place. But everyone has been so accepting and welcoming. I know that even after I leave, I won't just have a place to come back to. I'll have a home away from home to come to. Many of the participants' conversations and lessons throughout the summer focused on identity as Native Americans. University of Texas at Dallas sophomore Lily Lewis spent her freshman year of college searching for herself in adulthood. The PLP experience and opening up with the others in the program helped her grow. Just like any other nationality, we all look differently come from different backgrounds, and understand our heritage in different ways. Despite all of this, we are no less Potawatomi. My understanding of this freed me from the guilt of I had once had of when describing myself as Potawatomi. Talking Circle gave me the strength to proudly say Potawatomi, Quay, and Dow. And if that doesn't say who I am, then I don't know what does. University of Northern Iowa sophomore Jacqueline Minchner grew throughout those discussions as well and felt several instances of self-realization. Through talking about our identity, I realized I was not the only one who feels this way. The most important thing to remember is that our Potawatomi family accept us, so we need to do the same for ourselves. Liam Rickson, a freshman at Spokane Falls Community College in Washington, enjoyed participating in all kinds of activities throughout the internship. Some of his favorites included learning the language, ceremonies, and cultural classes. He came to understand the importance of that participation. The biggest lesson I have learned during PLP is that a true Native American can be of any race or creed. And if they love their community and keep our culture alive, they deserve to be called and call themselves Native American. Many members of the 2019 class had never visited Oklahoma or attended one of the nation's events, including University of North Texas sophomore Rachel Sanders. They met with all of CPN's departments, including many tribal members who are also employees, running day-to-day -day operations, and passing on the culture. This experience has been a lifetime of great things, including powwows and talking circles. This is my first year to ever be at Family Festival or a powwow. It was such a special time because I got to meet countless people that I would never have been able to meet except through this program. Fort Lewis College sophomore Katie Simpson found personal significance in the festival, much like Sanders, and spent the summer searching for herself, much like Lewis. To me, the festival and powwow were the cornerstones of my summer, primarily for the reposing of the question, who am I and where do I come from? For so long, I've been searching for the answer or an arrow pointing to one. Hearing our stories over creation, learning different styles of dance, and picking up some crafts became the arrows pointing towards a clear answer that I've been blind to all along. Potawatomi Quay and Dow. I'm a Potawatomi woman. Throughout their closing reflections, the participants looked toward the future. The end of the program brought up questions of how to continue their involvement and use their new leadership skills. Mickey Loveless, a sophomore at the University of Central Oklahoma, spoke about the same importance of participation as Rickson. I'll take every craft, like beading, fringing a shawl, moxin making, hand drum making, and teach others how to do them. I'll continue to learn our language and use it in my day-to-day -day life. I'll continue to interact with the nation's events and attempt to attend more of the drumming sessions in the Cultural Heritage Center. 
Finally, I will continue to be a proud citizen of the Citizen Potawatomi Nation. The PLP helped Florida State University sophomore Keisha Perkins not only get in touch with her Potawatomi heritage, but also taught her fundamental leadership skills. She gained self-confidence, learned how to bring her ideas forward, and began building an identity as an authority figure. For me as a POP, it was absolutely beneficial to be able to meet great tribal leaders and learn how they have woven themselves into their nation. They serve as exemplars for being the leaders they are, and that will help me decide what version of a leader I want to be. Throughout the six weeks, the participants absorbed a huge amount of information, ranging from the basics of tribal self-governance to learning a new language. The time proceeded quickly, and Haskell Indian Nations University sophomore Maria Rencher considered her thankfulness during her ending speech. I did not realize the importance of all I would learn in the PLP, nor did I think of myself as in touch with the citizen Potawatomi Nation. But getting this opportunity to see up close everything that the tribe does with every session I went to showed me the amount of care that tribal leaders and employees put into ensuring only the best for our tribe. All of the participants' reflections showed their newfound passion for their Potawatomi heritage and its profound influence on their lives. Jonathan Toon, a freshman at Drury University, anticipated his connection to last into the foreseeable future. Citizen Potawatomi Nation will forever be my biggest fight, and I say this in a good way. I will forever fight what we have as my tribe, and I will never let anything step between me and my goals as a future tribal leader. Following their presentations, Chairman Barrett performed a short ceremony, blessing Eagle Feathers the program gifted to the students, and congratulated them on the completion of their extensive internship. To find out more about the Potawatomi Leadership Program, visit cpn.news backslash plp. Hanukkah Podcast is produced and brought to you by Citizen Potawatomi Nation's Public Information Department. Our director is Jennifer Bell. Don't forget to subscribe to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you find what you listen to. We're also on Facebook at Citizen Potawatomi Nation and on Twitter at C underscore P underscore N. Visit us on the web and find digital editions of the tribal newspaper at Potawatomi.org. That's P-O-T-A-W-A-T-O-M-I dot org. Until next time, I'm Paige Willett. Miigwech nikanek, bamamina. Thank you, friends. See you later.